direct from iHeartMedia in Albany, New York. Let's get weird! Let's get weird! Weird! Get weird! I got my Magnum condoms. I got my water hundreds. I'm ready to plow. Get your helmets and your protective gear ready. The podcast you simply can't get enough of. It's from the web department with your hosts, BJ and Matt. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back. Episode number 117 of From the Web Department, and it's a twofer this week, actually, because I had, you know, my buddy Steve on last week, or not last week, a couple days ago. We were talking about Halloween. We're going to continue with the Halloween theme, of course, now. And I am joined uh, by my friend here. Uh, I would say we become friends through the pandemic, Uh, Dr. Gloria Guptal. Hi, doctor. Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, so we uh, last time we talked was I think it was back in I think it was either June or July, um, and we were kind of just talking about like you know the importance of doing your part and wearing masks and everything. Uh, New York State continues to be doing pretty well. The rest of the country, not so much right now, but hopefully we're gonna get there at some point. Yes, I hope so. Um, I agree. Um, I mean, it would be nice, uh, but I mean, I'm not holding my breath. I mean, I think we're in this for a little bit longer. I think so. Yeah, we certainly are. Um, so I actually asked Dr. Guptal to come on because um, last week they finally put out, and I was waiting for this, and I don't know if you were waiting for it too, but I was waiting for some sort of guidance, some sort of guidelines on trick-or-treating and Halloween because I had seen that some places had put out some guidelines. I know that the CDC had 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 put out their advice and everything. Um, and then I actually saw prior to New York State putting out information, I saw that Washington County had put out uh, their own guidance for their county to let people know how to do it, which is pretty much, uh, you know, kind of like con- it was all to me seemed like common sense as far as trick or treating goes. Uh, I think the biggest worry was that everybody was afraid that um, the governor was going to cancel trick-or-treating um, because they had done that in Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles County had had said that they were going to get rid of it, and then they quickly backpedaled on that um, and said, no, 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 we won't get rid of it, but we're going to ask you to do it safely or whatever. So now we have our guidelines, and does anything on it shock you? No, I mean, I really think a lot of it, like you said, is common sense. And I don't think we need to give up on Halloween. I think it can still be fun for the kids. It's just going to be different this year. The main thing is, you know, to find out what your local um, rates are in your own community. That's why I think it's good that, you know, different counties like Washington County has put out their own advice. Because it really depends. Like if you're in upstate New York here in Albany, when cases still are relatively low, our seven-day rolling average here is about 1% um, in the capital region. You know, that's pretty – that's – it's pretty low. But in other counties, you know, down like the southern tier, like Sullivan, Orange County, when their rates are even up to 5%, if I lived down there, I honestly wouldn't be trick-or-treating this year. Um, but I, so once you, you know, determine your local um, rates, then you can decide if it's something you want your family to do. If you decide that, you know, trick-or-treating is just not for you this year, that's the safest thing to do. Um, but I would still make it fun for your kids. You can still dress up. You can, you know, do like a virtual scavenger hunt in your yard. Um, or not virtual. You can just do a scavenger hunt in your yard. You can do virtual costume parties with their friends through Zoom. Um, so there's still ways to make it fun if you choose not to trick-or-treat. And I, th- if I- you 
I was going to say, I think that a lot of it all is just, it's, you know, basing it on yourself, what you think of like all the numbers and statistics and everything and making your own plan and making your own judgments. For sure. Yep. And what's, you know, a good plan for one family isn't so good for other people. It depends on who is in your household. If you have, you know, high risk people living with you, then you'd want to lower your risk as much as possible. So you're completely right. It just depends on each person's individual situation. Right. Um, I think the thing that, uh, What's going on in, in my neighborhood is we have like a neighborhood Facebook group and everything, and we all kind of talk, and um, we, tr- we were trying to figure out a plan um, because everybody was kind of like, I still want to do it, but we got to figure out how we're going to do it. Um, right. and, and so we've kind of all been talking to come up with a plan of like, all right, well, we're going to do it. We'll, we'll all like, you know, we'll, people will hand out candy between like 4 p.m. and then end it by like 6 or 6.30 um, and they were like, and then once we're all done with that, like, hopefully that's just, a, that'll be our neighborhood. Um, and that will also like, maybe also, you know, stop people from outside neighborhoods from coming in and trying to trick or treat as well. Not, right. you know, not that you want to turn anyone away, but I think one of the biggest things here is like keeping it to like your area with the people that exactly. you know and people you trust. A hundred percent. Yep. And ideally you trick or treat with just your own family. You, you want to, you know, maintain distance from others outside. Yeah. Ideally, you know, avoiding, you know, close contact with anyone is the key. So, um, you know, if some people are planning to set up tables outside with individually wrapped bags of treats for the kids just to grab, that is the lowest risk for trick or treating because you don't have direct contact. Having like a community candy bowl that you open your door and, you know, the kids all put their hand in the same bowl, that's not a good idea. Right. Um, so I think, you know, it definitely can be done safely. Um, and, you know, the kids have also been through so much this year. So I really think it's important for them to have a Halloween. I agree with you there. I feel like it's like a, it's almost like a, a mental thing. You know, there's so many things that kids haven't been able to do that they normally could do. I know, I know for, for me, sure. like my, you know, my son started uh, going to pre-K in, in September and it's already, it's, I mean, he doesn't know any different, but it's already totally different than what you would be normally used to. You know, he's only going two to three days a week um, they're split up into different groups, so I think there's only about like eight kids in his actual class, and then there's another group that comes in in the afternoon, and then on other days it's a totally different group of kids. Um, mm. So it's already it's already a totally different format than what you would normally be used to in that. I think it's like you said, it's important to have the Halloween uh, holiday happen just because I think it, it everybody needs a little bit of fun, and as long as we can do it in a safe way, then I think we got to do it. But it's all going to take all of us being responsible. Exactly. You got it. hundred percent. Um, so as far as like the handing out the candy goes, I know that you said like, you know, the pre-wrapped treats on a table outside is probably the best way to go. Um, I know I've seen some people like, uh, wanting to set up their contactless treat tubes and I'm sure you've seen that too. Yeah, those are cool. It is cool. I feel like, I, I feel like it almost like, I mean, if you're still putting the candy in your hand and then sending it down the tube though, I feel like it's kind of defeating the purpose a little bit. Right. So you don't lose that contact. Um, so ideally, you know, if you do make the individually wrapped bags, you would want to do it, you know, a few days before Halloween. So when the kids open the bag, the candy inside hasn't been touched for a few days. We now know that, you know, transmission through surfaces is very, very low, but it is still possible. So, you know, the, the less you handle the candy, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you could you could wipe down the candy too for your kids. I mean, it is a little overkill probably just because as we know now, it's not on surfaces all that much. But if you want to be, you know, super careful and, you know, you can, you can still do things like that as well. Right. But the shoot is still safer than, you know, having kids ring your doorbell directly and, you know, being face to face with, you know, strangers. Yeah. I think what's been, what's decided in our neighborhood is the people that are going to hand out candy are going to be outside already so that you aren't having yeah, that. 
Um, and That's I, a great idea. And I think I, I believe I I think I may have read it on the guidelines. I'm trying to look through it real quick, but I think they said if you are. You know, like, obviously, they're, they're saying the same thing as you. Like, don't leave the bowl out because, you know, while you think that might be safer, everybody's going to be reaching into it. If you are going to if you want to hand out the candy, you should wear gloves and a mask. Um, so yep. I think that, that that's that's helpful as well. I agree. Yeah. But it makes everyone feel safer, too. You know, and, it, you know, any any measure you can take like that can help decrease transmission. Yeah. Um, now I think it's, it's just funny because I think like a lot of people are like, well, it's Halloween, you know, they're going to have masks on anyway. But I, I think it goes without saying that a Halloween mask is not the same thing as a facial covering. I mean, definitely I, not. Right. Um, so really any costume with a mask, you really shouldn't wear that costume mask because for the mask to be effective, it has to be like a two layer breathable mask that fits well around the face that you don't have any gaps. Um, and you don't want to wear a mask underneath your, you know, monster mask because that could make it difficult to breathe, obviously. Yeah. So ideally, you know, kids should try to skip the costume masks um, and just wear a regular mask like they've been doing in school um, because this year you've got to put safety first. And although it may take away from the costume a little bit, everyone understands and it's the best thing for sure. I think that you can get a, a nice theme mask, though. Like, so, for instance, my, my son wants to be, uh, well, is going to be Captain America this year. So we are able to find a Captain America mask to go along with that. So it's almost that's like perfect. A, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, I yeah. think if you can do that, I mean, and be creative about it. Um, oh, for sure. Then I mean, we can still have we can still have fun, and it's like you said, like we can do things uh, virtually that you would normally do. I know that uh, you know Crossgates Mall usually does like their Halloween and everything, and they've canceled that this year. And instead yeah. of that, they're actually doing virtual things that they're going to be hosting at the mall, which is kind of nice. So you aren't, you still aren't missing out. It's just a little bit differently. Right. And that's nice because if you don't feel comfortable, you know, trick-or-treating, which is understandable, there's so many different things. I live over in North Greenbush and, you know, the city of Winanskill does a parade and they're still going to do their parade on Saturday, which is nice because you could even stay in your car and, you know, watch the parade and, you know, things like that are just so low risk. Um, so you should definitely, you know, the kids deserve to have some fun after all they've been through too. So I think that this is the greatest opportunity for oh. them too. Uh, speaking speaking of kids and having fun and everything, I mean, not off the subject of, of Halloween and, and whatnot, um, what about should, should kids be doing playdates right now? Because that seems to be something that I keep he hearing people talk about, even amongst like my friends groups, because we, we all have kids that are around the same age of like, when can we like get together and like let them play and stuff? Because we haven't been doing that. You know, is that that's, that's something, a really good question. You know, is that something we should still kind of like be yeah. weary about? For sure. I mean, a lot of the outbreaks locally can be linked to, you know, house parties and house get-togethers. Right. Um, even like, you know, right now Bethlehem High School is having, you know, virtual learning just because they've had so many cases. And they're not really coming from in the school. They're coming from, you know, kids getting together outside of school. Mm -hmm. So I say if you wouldn't do it in March, you shouldn't do it now. Um you know, people are letting down their guard. Everyone is sick of this virus, and they want to get on with their lives. But that's how spread happens. So the only people in your house should be your own immediate family. Um, you know, try to get outside as much as possible. It's still the fall. Um, you know, if you have a friend or two over, if their family was, you know, is just like you and they're social distancing and they're following the guidelines and not going out much, um, you know, obviously that child would be much lower risk to invite over than a child who you know is, you know, doing different sports and, you know, going here and there and going to multiple people's houses. Um, you know, each person's risk is different depending on the activities that they're doing. Right. Um, so, you know, having one friend over for an outdoor play date is, you know, much lower risk than having 
you know, five friends over for a little birthday party inside your house. Right, exactly. I think that that's important. And as we approach winter, I just think it's going to be it's going to be a little bit more challenging, you know, because we're not going to be able to do as much outdoors as we as we normally would. Um, But I mean, maybe at that point, too, if we all are, you know, kind of staying home and everything, maybe things will get a little bit more under control and we can have a nice spring. That would be really that would be the, the best outcome you can think of. Yeah. I mean, the vaccine's in the works. Hopefully, you know, that that will be, you know, available starting in the spring or a little after. Um, so that will help once we have a vaccine. Plus, um, you know, just people distancing and following the guidelines. The more everyone does that, the quicker this will all go away. Right. Exactly. I think that, yeah. I mean, you keep saying that, you know, like, uh, you know, being comfortable and feeling comfortable. And I think um, what we're seeing now out of out of Europe with this surge that they're having is that people got a little bit too comfortable. Um, exactly. And I don't think yep. that, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know if Europe put the measures in place that a lot of us here in the United States put in place with the tracking, tracing, and testing. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's where they kind of lost the control of it. So, um, right. you know, I know a lot of people complain about, you know, the New York model of things and, and how we, you know, some things are still shut down. I mean, Broadway is not opening back up again until probably May of 2021 unless they delay it even further. Um, but New York's numbers, I mean, they don't, they don't lie. We've got a few hot spots here and there, but overall, I mean, things right. are looking pretty, oh, not okay, but things are looking better. So, yeah, I mean, upstate New York, we've done a, you know, a very good job here, but you know, people are breaking down and people need to keep in mind that this virus is highly contagious. You know, unlike other viruses or colds, you know, if you get it, you know, there's a good chance a lot of your family members won't get it. If you bring this virus home to your family members, there's a very good chance that everyone in your family will come down with COVID. Um, I have a patient currently who has it and her um, 16-year-old son has it, and then her father is in the ICU in the hospital. So, um, you know, this can affect anybody of any age. So, People just need to, you know, continue to, you know, follow the guidelines. And, you know, you don't need to stop your life completely. You can find ways to have fun. And I think Halloween is a perfect example. Um, You know, you can just, like I said, um, decide what's best for you and your family and um, make sure the kids have a great day. Yeah, I think that is important. We all could use a little bit of fun right now. That's that's what I think. Yes, you we know. could. Um, you know, it's, it's already it's it's kind of sad that we already had to say that you know we're the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Not that it's anything crazy, but it is like a a big thing that everybody I likes. Know. You know, so we won't be able to have that in its normal way. However, they will be doing a, a virtual version of it, so at least we'll be able to watch that a little bit. But you know, yes. um, as we approach the holidays, I think that it's it's really important to just like kind of remember like why we're doing it, especially exactly. since we do want to spend time with our families. So, and explain to your kids that this is not going to go on forever. You know, hopefully next winter things are going to be much better than they are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get back to you know what we're used to, but at this point we just have to do what's safe, and you know safety has to be everyone's number one priority. I agree with you a hundred, a hundred and ten percent right there. As horrible as it is. I know. I mean, and it does. It is. It, it is horrible. Like it's not fun. Um, and I don't think it's supposed to be. Nobody's. I don't think there's anything written down from like 1918 with the Spanish flu. And it's like, and we had a great time. You know, I know. it was wonderful. We I couldn't I wait know. for it to. I was hoping it never ended. So, um, yeah. you know, I think that we all were hoping that it would kind of like be okay by now. But um, you know, if we, I, I think that it was the CDC that said for like, was it three? If we all wore masks and social distance for like three mm-hmm. weeks, it would have like such an impact on the spread of the virus that it would be able to, to get things in more control. So I think that's, that's important. That's so to keep, true. Right. 
Yeah. And there's those people who still, you know, refuse to wear masks or they wear them incorrectly, you know, underneath yeah. their noses. And, you know, everyone really needs to be in it together and everyone needs to be on the same page. And the more we do that, um, the better, the better it's going to get. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and I didn't, don't, don't, don't be mad at me, but I had to go to the mall the other day for something. <laughs> Yes. And I, uh, but we, I made sure, you know, stayed away from people. I kept my mask on and everything like that. There was a, a father trying to go into the Disney store with his daughter, and he had one of the neck gaiters on. And the the person, that the, the employee at the Disney store had to tell him that, one, he had to wear it over his whole face. He didn't have it over his nose. And two, like, those types of face coverings were not allowed. It had to be an right. actual, like, ma- face mask. So they offered yeah. him a, you know, a medical mask. So the thing about neck gaiters, and I don't know if you can speak on it, but I've seen quite a few places. I mean, there was the Duke study that came out that said that they were not as effective as they thought and were actually could spread yeah. things worse because of the material that they're made out of. For sure. I mean, they're pretty you know? ineffective. And, you know, wearing the bandana-type masks, you know, have not been shown to do anything, actually. Um, so, you know, if we have patients that come into the office wearing them, we have them change into a regular surgical mask. Um, so if you're going to wear a mask, which you all sh- everyone should, it really needs to be one that's been shown to be effective, which is a two-layer cloth mask that fits tightly around the face. Mm-hmm. Um you know, because the bandanas aren't really doing much to protect yourself or others. Right. Because, well, because they're, they're not designed, you know, they're not designed exactly. for that. Um, you right, know, I right. think that's what people have to keep in mind is that, you know, the, the masks that we're asking people to wear are masks that are designed to help stop it and uh, as, as comfortable. And I think that's what it comes down to, as comfortable as the neck gaiters might be, like, you know, just covering your face with something that's not going to actually protect you or others is not the way to go. Exactly. I completely agree. And I don't think anybody loves wearing a face mask. I mean... I hate it. I mean, <laughs> at work, I have to wear it all day. Plus, yeah. we're wearing these huge face shields now. And um, they're hot. And I just can't wait to take it off when I get to my car. Um, so no one likes it for sure. Right. But it's, we got to do what we got to do. And we're adults. we got to suck it up. I mean, the kids are, are better than adults a lot of the time. So yeah. my, you know, to them, it's just second nature at this point. Um, so we just need to, you know, suck it up and all band together and get through this together. And the more we all follow these guidelines, uh, the better off everyone's going to be. Yeah, I agree. Well, I've been talking with uh, Dr. Gloria Guptel. Uh, she has been a very good resource of uh, information during the pandemic, especially here in the capital region. So uh, I thank you for all of the guidance that you've provided everybody uh, via your Facebook page, your blog, and, and just coming on and talking to me now now a couple of times. So thank you very much. Anytime. Have a great day. You too. Thanks.